NTR Network. The doctor is here with Heroja, Joseph, and Parrish back to discuss Star Trek Discovery Season 3, Episodes 8 through 10, which I want to, I'm torn between the title, The Search for Saru's Catchphrase, and The, <laughs> the Return of the Emperor. I'm, I'm not sure which one I want to do. <laughs> It was it was corny, but I enjoyed the, the catchphrase thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, th- th- that was kind of quaint. It was very meta. <laughs> <laughs> Execute. Like I appreciate them. I appreciate them poking fun at themselves about the whole catchphrase thing. <laughs> uh huh. But we have an episode where the Emerald Chain, Osira, the leader, goes to um, Book's planet. Because she's trying to get the um, Andorian that they saved back. Because he knows the secret that they're trying to keep, which is that they're running out of dilithium. And then the two episodes where we resolve Giorgio's biological situation that's killing her by basically yeeting her completely out of the franchise into another show. (laughs) (laughs) That's an adequate explanation. I mean, uh... Uh, yeah, that's adequate right there. That's exactly what happened. I was here for Captain Kelly though. I'm like, I love it when she gets to act like a badass. I do. Yeah, she did it well. I mean, I'm like, go ahead, girl. Send me some of that confidence. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, wow. Oh, putting the brakes on folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I love her, too. So what was everyone's thoughts about this group of episodes? Um, I a deep sigh. I liked them. Um, I especially enjoyed the time in the Mirror Universe before, um, which, you know, we can see as a an alternate universe version of the Mirror Universe. So, yay, multiverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Outside of Saru and the the catchphrase stuff, I don't remember a whole lot about that. The um the uh, what was it uh, eight? Yeah, I had to rewatch it before we started recording. Literally, yeah, there was, was not a lot going on. A book had and, some kind of come to Jesus meeting with his brother. Yeah, I Adira. remember that. And I remember his name really ain't book. That's the name he he calls himself. Right, he he let go of his slave name. Um, yes. Adira, <laughs> Adira and Stamets were trying to figure out they figured out the source of the burn and they figured out that there is a, a starship starship Starfleet ship still sending a signal from inside the nebula where the burn originated it was the music mm-hmm. they, they figured out yeah, that, yeah and then Saru's hyper senses helped them sort through what they were trying to discover that was a Okay. Nine and ten had some elements there, but it was mostly us seeing how Giorgio, as much as she postures, has changed as a result of her time in the Prime Universe. Right. I, I was a I was conflicted because mm. I and I said I, I said this to you all offline. Um, you know, the show was start is is was sort of starting to lose me. Same. Um, and, and I mean. You know, when I say lose me, you know, obviously y'all can't take it that, can only take that episode literally because I'm not going to stop watching Star Trek. 
<laughs> it just it just wasn't I, I I really had questions about where all of this was going. It wasn't what it, for me it stopped being must watch TV every week. I just watched those three episodes today. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um you know, I've been watching episode eight before we started recording. I, I I appreciate it a little better. I think what what saves it for me is um um the sort of the revelation that 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 the um the syndicate is running out of dilithium. Um I like the scene with Detmer um as the pilot, you yes. know, out in the ring. Getting her groove back. I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed that part. Um but yeah, I mean and it and it did come off more episodic like you would think of 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 like vintage trek. Mm-hmm. But I mean at the time it was just like they they had lost me and I they were losing me and I just didn't see the point of the episode. So I'm glad I watched it again because I, I saw it with some fresh eyes and I, I can appreciate it a little more. Um the other two episodes I, I like that they went in and did that sort of character study with Giorgio. I just it, it just seems like a a departure from the from the what the show itself was getting at this season. It just seems like it was tacked on and it doesn't really fit. And um I you know we all know why they did it. They needed a reason to get Giorgio back to I guess the present because we know that she's she's doing a uh, um She's doing a spinoff show. I think I have to agree with everyone's assessment. I, I did. Um, I like the Mirror Universe episodes. I understand why they did it. Like everyone's been saying, I just. It feels. It, I think we said this last time. World building is very hard. And it feels like this season they're they're kind of meandering. They they are going from one thing to another to another and not having anything like really stick. And it's very strange for the first two seasons where they had like really strong like through stories that we were following and there's just like not a really main through story throughout this season. And I don't know why that is. Well, they the wanted thing- to be the burn, but it's but the, I don't the, the burn just doesn't really grab me like that. It doesn't. It, the burn doesn't grab me. The Emerald Chain, even though Osira, that I like that actress and I like that character, she has such charm and she's like for me running the uh, taking Gul Dukat's place as the most charming villain in Star Trek. Yeah, but I I don't feel her as the big bad. And at first I thought because of the Mirror Universe two-part episodes, which seemed like a throwback to the TV movies that Star, uh, Star Trek Voyager was doing, yeah. that uh, the time might be the big bad because they came from a different time. Um, Giorgio is being torn apart because of time. Time Craig, and space because yeah, she's from a different yeah, time, right, time and a different space. Right. Yeah. The dimension. Craig was saying, like, you know, uh, some very messed up people used me as a weapon, so I had to change my, you know, my MO, my name, my location. He went into he went into space witness protection. Basically, that's what he did. And somehow, I don't know how the sphere data that's merging with uh, Discovery, uh, which we kind of know 
eventually becomes maybe factors into it because she she knew his vocation and I'm, I'm surprised he wasn't quite upset about it but maybe they're i don't know friends or something but if he's willing to help Giorgio, because he said he was doing a he was measuring her to see you know what her content of character was since she passed mm-hmm. and so she's off to the other location however that may be or when that may be but it, it, it seems like they don't they're like wrapping up like the uh, Michael's mother's story. Uh, they're knowing what the burn is. Um, the Federation doesn't seem to be really the bad guy. It's, and then Georgia going off to somewhere else. They don't seem to have a cohesive story. And it's just it's just weird this season. I don't know if it's because of COVID. You know, it's just all filmed before COVID. But my perspective has changed or something. Well, but it just, it doesn't seem like it's... No, it doesn't. But I'm wondering, though... <sighs> We called it a sophomore slump, but is it just maybe, is it, can we be okay with the show going back to basics, right? So I, I think about Doctor Who and Jodie Whittaker's first season, which I actually enjoyed. I have issues with the characters only because as I reflect on it, the characters aren't as fleshed out as they could be. But not having over, not having a truly overarching connective theme and it just being a show week to week going back to the way it was originally similar to the original series, right? So the original series was the overarching theme was a five-year mission. It wasn't a season long mystery or battle to be fought or enemy to be vanquished. And in the 21st century, we've gotten so used to seasons having those through lines or even series having those through lines. Can we be comfortable with the Star Trek that takes us back to the original where it's just a week by week kind of deal? So that's what I was going to ask. It seems like, you know, um, serialized storytelling doesn't really work for Star Trek. Not really. No, no, no. no. I don't, I don't think that's it. Um, I, I think what's happening is we were sold a bill of goods with discovery because mm. we've gone through two seasons that had, you know, overarching stories. True. So this is our expectation now. Um, I think when strange new worlds come out, they told us that it's going to be episodic. Right. And I can deal with that. Hmm. Also, from the sounds of things, Doc, it sounds like it's uh, either you or Roja, one of you. Um, it sounds like you're saying the TARDIS is the big bad, which is very weird. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say the TARDIS was the big bad. The TARDIS <laughs> is an angel. I will say the TARDIS. The TARDIS is a sexy beast. They just keep dropping (laughs) every other. Like, is Chekhov's gun? Like, is it the big bad or what's going on here? I'm not feeling the Emerald Chain as the big bad. And I'm also not feeling the Federation being like really evil or something. Um, So, if there's not a big bad, then then what if, if we're going by episode by episode, then I guess I just have to take this season for what it is. I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I think the problem with the Emerald Chain is that the, the the stakes are high enough. Yeah. Like, the last two seasons, you, you know, we had some real galactic, you know, we had some real galactic stakes here. And then we go to a syndicate of slavers. I mean, I, I you know, not to diminish like the weight of of slavery, but it's not Again, we were sold a bill of goods with the first two seasons, and it just seems like all of this is a step back. 
Well, here's my thought on that. You know, um, it goes back to world building. We, the first two seasons were fine because we were already on an established built world, such as it were. Um, now we're further than any Star Trek series has ever been. And we know nothing about this new universe, this strange new world, if you will. Um, so what probably would have worked better would have been if maybe they took this season and did world building. Mm-hmm. Next season, they could have, you know, did a whole serialized arc on the burn and the Emerald Chain because they would have had time to build up the Emerald Chain as an actual threat yeah. instead of this. And I, I agree with you on that because when Michael and Giorgio went down to the planet and they met Craig. And they were after Georgia went through that experience, and Michael was like, "Who are you?" I was like, "Okay, you they they need Discovery needs to pause a second and maybe do like a basic history one on one because the things I was thinking of before Craig revealed who he was was like he's a Q, you got to watch out for these these people, or like all these different other species like." There's, there's certain, like, kind of things that we as the audience know that they don't know, but they should know that's mm-hmm. a little bothersome a little bit. I agree with you both. I think, well, even beyond it, there are things that we don't know. Y- you know, um, I, I think it would have served them better to be that, uh, you know, that episodic, for this to be an episodic season and to just, say you know just with the with the understanding or or sending the message to the viewer this is they've gone farther than they've ever been we are farther than we've ever been so let's take a second take a second and take a step back and let's let them find themselves in their place in the federation and the federation will just send them to this planet and this planet and this planet we can have these little info dumps as we go along it gives us a better idea of what what's happening in time and space I think they 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 they're trying to do too much, and I'm hoping. Honest, I mean, I'm hoping that this is like three dimensional chess, and that we're going to end up with like a couple of seasons of okay, I don't know what this is, I don't know where this is going, and then we get something like the Dominion War, and then we go back and we watch these these other episodes and say, oh, okay, it makes sense now, and that would be fine considering that they said that they that. Star Trek Discovery is going to have more seasons. They're filming season four right now. It just, I, I think I, we have to wait to the end of this season to kind of really take it in because as it is, it, I wouldn't say the hot mess, but it's, it's, it's boiling up to being a hot mess a little bit for me personally. I've joined many aspects of the different episodes and the characters, but it's, it's not how I feel. I'm not as excited. I'm kind of like the doctor where it's not must see TV for me personally. Uh, for this season. <sighs> I mean, I still watch it basically every week. It's my morning routine, but it's not as much as I, I do agree. It's this season really hasn't grabbed me as much as I would like it to because I'm 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 normally fine with not knowing where where a show is going because it's not our job to know that. It's their job to lead us and guide us. Um, but this season just feels, I don't know, feels 
weird. It doesn't feel adrift. Does it kind of feel adrift at sea? Does it kind of feel adrift at sea a bit? Yeah, it does. And that goes back to the lack of world building for this new time period. Yeah, it seems like the best thing, what they should have done was just, you know, like, like I think like we all said, they get here, they fi- finally find a federation, and the federation is clearly, you know, swamped with these goodwill missions, trying to keep the pieces together. And they should have just stuck with that. Okay, um, we need Discovery to go to X, Y, and Z to make sure that these people are fine. We need, you know, the Discovery to go to this planet as a goodwill mission to, you know, let them know that the Federation is in total shit. You know, just kind of let them get into this galaxy and figure out what the hell is going on and what their place in it is. Yeah, but that makes too much sense, it seems like. Because every season, it looks like, has to be serialized. And, but and I know it sounds I mean, like I'm but... harping against serialization, and I'm really not, because <laughs> it's been done. We've seen it been done well. We've seen it done well with this very series. It just, they, it should have been a slower burn, pun unintended, instead of jumping you know, head first into the deep end. So we've got three episodes, 11, 12, 13. Yeah, we've got three episodes left. Do you think this, I mean, we're going to finish the season clearly, but do you think this season is a wash with only three episodes left? I don't. Um, Haven't seen episode 11? I'm still unsure. But it feels like they're going full barrel. What you said? What they have? You said you did see it, or you did not see it? I have seen episode eleven. Okay. And it seems like the the last three are tied together. They kind of almost like continue a story. Hmm. But I I don't know. I have to see the if they stick the landing. I will say that the most recent episode picks up a lot. I I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Yes, very tense. We're not going to talk about it because that's not what this this uh, recording is about. It's my fault. So, it's not, it's no, okay. You can say it's my fault. I'm not caught up. <laughs> stop, stop it. Um, but we can call this a tease for the next recording. I want to say this, the, something positive. Uh, David Cornerberg did come on like the beginning of the uh, mirror arc and I like I appreciate his character I feel that he has a lot of knowledge than he is sharing with everyone of course and I like the fact that he he is still kind of tied into uh, kind of the body horror considering what was going on with Georgia with her face and body just kind of like and the fact that she said she was dressed like a human sperm I died <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. Yeah, so I'm also loving how that what they've done with Colbert and how he is sitting on almost like his kind of comedic, like counselor role, if you will, with everybody and him, the barbs that he and Georgia have been going for tit for tat over. And yeah, that whole sequence and stuff, because Culver was like, yeah, dude, I, I get it. You're saying there's no solution, but I'm going to check the database and check my homework because that's what I do. I'm a scientist. Mm-hmm. And sure, he got the answer. And even, um, 
Cronenberg's character was a little surprised that there was an answer. That's what that so sphere made just, to do. Well, uh, and okay, so the sphere. How does the sphere play into all of this aside from becoming basically L three from that's in the Millennium Falcon, which is what she's the, the sphere is the equivalent of at this point. I think this is that's one of the areas I'm probably most disappointed in because we haven't explored it yet. Right? Yeah, because we just kind of left that dangling. That is a good point. The entire reason they're here is because of that fucking sphere. And we've not seen hide nor hair from her. Well, they gave, you know, she suggested a movie, so yay. And she helped with Giorgio, but it's almost like they forgot the whole reason that they jumped for it in time is this sphere data. And I'd be a little more, I mean, there's no reason to believe that the sphere is hostile. Well, no, but, but I'd be a little sentient. bit concerned with an unshackled AI just running around my ship. It's Edie. We know about Mass Effect. It's, I was going to say it's <laughs> right. Edie. It's Edie all over again. Yep. I would personally be like at the computer core, be like asking it questions and poking and prodding it to something to see if it, one, if it's, you know, going to be good and going to control anyways, or and be like, who are you? What are you? What's your purpose? How, how's our relationship going to be? Yeah. Which, and I hate to say this because I love Tilly, but that seems like a better role for Tilly than for her to be Saru's yes man. Yes. Yeah. Like she would be the one, and maybe um, the new girl, uh, uh, the new character, um, Adira. Adira, yeah. like Tilly and Adira, I think them prodding and poking the AI would have been a great thing for the two of them to do. And you would have Santa X as well, because in a way, the spore drive is kind of bonded to Discovery as well. Yeah, so. and so you can maintain the relationship between Stamets and Adira, which I actually like. I think that that, I think the two of them forging a relationship is really cute. That's got to be the best part of this. To me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Although, and it looks like they're trying to explore a little bit what it means to have a human bonded to a trail host, to a symbiote, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but they, again, they're, 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 they're putting out a lot of juicy things, but they're not, the follow-up is just not there. Yeah. Which, which, like you said, if we had 22 episodes, I wouldn't be worried. But we don't. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not worried because it's not the end of the series. But that said, it is an entertaining season. It is just not the strongest season. Someone is there? Someone r- rubbing something? It sounds like paper or something. Sorry, that was probably me. I, my I was rubbing my nose. Sorry. Oh, okay. I know I'm rubbing my nose, so it may be coming across too. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm starting to get a little bit of congestion and oh, no. and all of that kind of stuff. So. Go get a COVID test like I did today. It'll clear right up. <laughs> uh, I've already had two, and uh, no thank you. Oh, shit sucks. Oh, it's been, what? That was at 9.30 this morning? It's still, I feel it. Oh, mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. it's the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, any other thoughts? This is a short episode because, wow, guys. It's enjoyable. You know what it is? It's, enjoy- it's an enjoyable show. But we're let down because of the strength of the first two seasons of Discovery. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's a little difficult to reconcile, if that makes sense. 
That's you know yeah, I appreciate uh, Vance not being such. I'm sorry. That said, I appreciate Vance not being such a heel. Because, I mean, Saru was falling in line like, okay, well, you know, Federation business got to come first. We can't help her. And Vance was like, go help her. <laughs> there, I mean, I know I've been a hard ass about this, but I'm, I am sympathetic to what you guys are dealing with. So mm-hmm. go, go handle your business. We'll be here. Yeah, for the time being, it seems like Vance is a, uh, let's call him a benevolent hard ass. Yeah, and I want that to stay that way because I really, I like it when you muddy up the waters, but I think where we are in the show, you need something to be able to hold on to. Yeah. And so, I mean, if they go with, you know, there's 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 some shadiness in the Federation, I, I'll roll with it. That's fine. I like that kind of stuff. But I think right now, you know, I want to have something to believe in. Like, I want to believe that the that the Federation is just having a hard time and they really are benevolent. You know, I just want to feel like there's something to fight for here. That makes sense. I do have a question for you guys. Uh, Miss Green's whisper acting did not bother me so much, but do you think she was doing that to prepare for the changeover to the Mirror Universe? version of Michael. Wait, say again. Uh, when Sonika was doing the whisper acting, you guys had an issue with that? Yep, still do. <laughs> you know what? I So I didn't notice it as much until y'all pointed it out. And then I started watching the show and I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Can she not do that? <laughs> she actually but- eased up on it these last few episodes. But yeah. I do I do see where you're coming from, Roja, because um, uh, 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 Mira Burnham uh, whisper growls a lot. Yes. And, yes. You know, calm down with that, please. Doing that this this season for that particular buildup, if you will. I and again, I I didn't notice it until you guys pointed it out. It's maddening is the word I'm looking for. We, it's maddening. We didn't even really touch on the mirror universe. Does anybody have any particular insights about that? I think we talked we just really focused on like our our woes with the pacing I'm, of the I'm show. Kind, I'm kinda shocked with the mirror universe that more people didn't turn on Giorgio, especially once she started like advocating for Kelpians, advocating for dinner. Uh-huh. That that it was kind of weird. Did you say advocating for dinner? I did. That's what she was doing. She was advocating. She she became PETA. <laughs> she did. Am I wrong? I hate you. <laughs> I'm not wrong, though, am I? I, I would expect you need a Tilly or, or somebody to just straight up start stabbing her just on the spot. But eventually they did turn on her. You know, they had that pretty big fight but i like the stamina guys in all versions in the mirror universe yeah i was expecting oh to turn on the cause uh oh was fierce and was right behind her all the time and had all the knives so if she would have did it i wouldn't have been surprised but um no. you know yeah i'm so sh- i'm shocked that they didn't turn that uh, more people didn't turn on her 
because you know this is what we this is what we've always established as the mirrorverse right that's mm-hmm. and that's what i was saying that's what kind of threw me like tilly looked like she would have a Khan was looking like this don't seem right you know but i would have thought tilly of all people would have like oh you ain't down you guys to die bitch right not to say that she would have joined michael she would have took out both mm-hmm. michael and Giorgio though yeah she she she'd have went for the throne yeah Oh, it's, it's very interesting what they're going to do with this version of the, if they do anything with this version of the Mirrorverse. Well, I don't think I don't, so. I don't think so because in this version of the Mirrorverse, Giorgio dies from true. the wound she sustained from Michael. Right. And it isn't the real Mirrorverse. Right. It's something, but we don't know what it is. Yeah. Which is interesting. Well, call like, it reality created by the Guardians of Tomorrow. Um, but I like being in the mirror universe. It, it allowed us to see the characters in a different way. It allowed for the different actors to do different stuff. It was fun. Look, it Reese, was fun. Reese hitting my girl. I'm like, girl, fuck him up. I like Reese, but no, you ain't hitting my girl. <laughs> well, that's what also, we not. That's what we not doing. <laughs> also, we got uh, the Nilsson and Arium. Yes. Both looking angry. <laughs> it was cute. It yeah, it was it was cute. Like I think if, if they had plopped those episodes in another point in the show, you know, it would have been I I would have been much more excited about it. Cause there were some really good moments there. Yeah. I mean, I first for a minute I thought we were gonna get a Jason Isaacs cameo. I was like, "What?" I was really hoping for that. Yeah, it seemed like it was coming, didn't it? Yes. You can't say the man's name and he not show up. When it didn't happen, I knew something was off. I was like, "Where's Lorca?" He Lorca is busy getting his uh, blue paint put on his face because he's about to show up in a Star Wars show. That's what it is. Wait, is that a Star Wars show? I, I'm just I'm I'm sort of um uh, uh armchair quarterbacking here. They, so they're doing an Ahsoka show, and the, the thought is that it's going to be a show Ahsoka looking for uh, Ezra, which means Thrawn will be a part of the uh, be in the mix, and Thrawn was voiced by by Jason Isaacs. Oh, and it would be perfect. It would be absolutely perfect to put blue paint, blue uh, face paint on him and have him do that, do that role. Yeah, in live action. I mean, his his face has the angles for it too. Honestly, it sure does. Like uh, you put some red contacts in him and, and paint his face blue, and there you go. And he has the gravitas for that role. He does. Oh, sh- absolutely. Hell yes, he does. Hell yes, he does. Yeah, very scary. Any closing thoughts before we wrap up? Uh, nothing here. I'm hoping they stick the landing. Seems. I think they will. Yeah, we just. It may not be as bombastic as what we're used to, but I think it'll still be good. My only closing big book part of Starfleet. Let him be the rogue ragamuffin that he is. He's just. He's a little too attached. I know he's doing it for Michael, but I'm like, come on, let him be the rogue. 
not everyone needs to be be part of Starfleet. Mm-hmm. This is I true. can see that. Yeah, I, I just think we, you know, we we just need to all like shift our our perspective into like being patient and, and hopefully, like I said, this is three dimensional chess and. You know, by the time we get to the fourth and the fifth season, all the pieces will come together, and it's in. You know, it's it's something epic. You know. Okay, so we'll be back one more time to wrap up the season in a few weeks. Uh, you can let's. Uh, you can find us all on Twitter. Uh, you can find us over at themtrnetwork.net. Uh, until next time, thanks everybody. Say bye. 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 Bye.